Welcome to That's a Chunky. This is Kevin here with um, the two people who are going to save Detroit, James <laughs> and Jessica, or the two people who are going to save Detroiters. Here's hoping. From yeah. its season two hiatus. It's just a pause. That's all it is. That's all. Yeah. They, just, they just needed everybody from the series to become megastars. <laughs> And yeah, that, that, that'll make it really easy to bring them all back for a, a third season. Weirdly, if you ever had to deal with any megastars, you'd want it to be Tim and Sam, who seem like weirdly humble and like Very uncomfortable true. with being uh, as lauded as they are. Very true. I don't Very think true. Tim can deal with it at all. He has like the perfect balance of stardom, it feels like. Like he's just enough in the limelight, but then also he has a lot of privacy, it seems like. Like you don't know a ton about his personal life, except for what yeah. he's willing to share. And it's like this thing where like his his like fan fandom skews higher among like other famous people and other loved people. Like they love him. Mm. So it's like fans just aren't your like garden run-of-the-mill fans it's like the comedy geniuses of the world mm. speaking of which uh james was cluing us to uh um to a mention of tim and i think you should leave today yeah um i guess as of the day of recording this uh i guess last night the latest uh, episode of Ted Lasso was released and uh, immediately there was a little bit of like buzz on the I think you should leave uh, internet about there being a little shout out to Tim Robinson from I think you should leave in one of the uh, like first few minutes of that episode. So uh, at first it seemed like a little bit out of left field, but then obviously you realize that uh, there's a lot of ties between uh you know, Tim and uh, Carter Grant, uh, mm -hmm. the ad exec. So, um, yeah, so that was a fun little thing. Um, uh, little update in the I think you should leave universe. Um, and then I think some people were talking about this on Twitter. I like the idea that in the Ted Lasso universe, um, I think you should leave exists as a show. And so, like, all of the people and guest stars on that uh also exist including there being uh sam richardson in i think you should leave but then also there's a character in ted lasso who he plays uh who is not you know mm. in I universe yeah exactly mm -hmm. um anyway so that's a little i think you should leave uh update before we get back to detroit and detroiters yeah we're, we're here to discuss uh Season one, episode six, titled Third Floor. Third um, Floor, depending on what you're using it for. That's right. All right. Um, so it, it's an episode dedicated um, to the concept of um, having like a, a quiet place in the office where you can use the restroom. Um, it reminds me of a story I was once told um, <laughs> by somebody who worked in a, in a school. Um, and, um, at that time they were like long distance running and they were mm. eating like a, a heavy protein diet. Um, and their, 
bathroom time was like way louder than average. (laughs) And they were work they're working in a school, right? So um teachers, I don't know if people know this, some teachers talk about having trouble sort of like getting away from the climate of the school to do this sometimes in an older school. Um so this person had figured out there was bathrooms in the back of the school auditorium, mm-hmm. which was never used. Um, and it was like, just like the same excitement Tim and Sam have going to the third floor mm-hmm. um, until one day they were in there and came out and there was a, like in the time they had been in the bathroom, a, a recital practice had started <laughs> with like oh, kindergarten no. kids singing Christmas carols. Oh, and no. um it's just you know just so people when they watch a, a episode like third floor and they're like they don't understand that these things really happen in the real world <laughs> very traumatizing yeah. yeah for the kids and for that person right oh mostly for the kids, mostly for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you can't poop anytime anywhere or your friend no i mean it's uh um i think everybody has had some insecurity with having to do real bathroom stuff at some point in their life yeah especially if they uh you know accidentally drink some some burners and their guts start going nuts <laughs> going nuts um i can't believe they didn't call back to that when um when yeah thick. yeah missed opportunity detroiters yeah now i see why they got canceled jessica wow <laughs> terrible writing <laughs> I think he probably didn't want to bring that up in case uh you know Tim might offer to rub his rub his belly uh to make him feel better. Um I, I'm I'm gonna go way back to the beginning of the episode. Um we start with um our our newest ad for Lindsay's mirror depot. Mirrors. That name that You can't say mirror differently ever mirror. again. Mirror. Um as a East Coast person who, for a time, lived in the Midwest, there's some starkly different pronunciation going on um, <laughs> in in both places. Um, the voice of Lindsay sounds very familiar to me. Mm-hmm. Um, look up who it was. Oh, I I knew who it was. I was trying to okay. give you guys like the segue <laughs> to um, to say that um, it was Kate McKinnon, uh, yeah, a favorite in my household. Um, this. The concept for this ad really cracks me up. <laughs> um, yeah. I watched it several times. <laughs> I know. Um, I wish that we would have gotten like a full final version mm-hmm. airing with, you know, more cream and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See what it looked like dig- digitalized. <laughs> <laughs> I just think I they actually, <laughs> they probably couldn't even do it. Like, right. it's yeah, yeah. such a pure comedy concept. Um, yeah. I like the undigitized like... version. Like honestly, that you can see like Tim's little shuffle and feet in like one of the mirrors <laughs> like, when yeah. they're kind of like rubbing their eyes or poking at each other. Like it's fun to watch it with them in it. Yeah. The one where they had the cut later with Sam checking out his abs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can still see Sam. Um, I think I think we're gonna jump right in. Um, we have to talk about uh. Is this the best ad so far? So cur- currently we're at um, uh, Ned produced our number one uh, hunky specs mm-hmm. ad. Um, 
I could go either way. I love them both. Uh, for me, um, and and you guys can talk me down. I'm going to go with what the consensus is. I like this more um, than Devereaux and the Sam Horad. Um, <laughs> which I, I love those both. And obviously, it's definitely better than the Hot Tub King ad because Leah blew it. <laughs> Yeah. It shaved his marriage. I still stand by that argument. No, it's true, but it's a horrible ad. <laughs> it is not art. It is her art friends art. loved it. They did, but yeah. they're all, you know, they they uh, view themselves as artists, but I don't know if mm. they were really artists. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So, what do we think? I I can see it being the best, especially you know. Lindsay seemed like she really loved it. Uh, she did. So mm-hmm. pleasing the customer. Um, but I feel like the average viewer and consumer probably liked the hunky specs a little mm-hmm. better. It seemed like mm-hmm. it resonated. I mean, you're not probably not seeing people on the streets of Detroit, like, you know, <laughs> holding up mirrors or whatever. <laughs> great yeah. point. Yeah. Uh, Jessica, what do you think? It's I, hard. I don't know. I don't say I now say mirrors like that. Like I can't say it normally anymore. <laughs> so I feel like that has changed me. But the hunky specs is a good, like universally loved one. It feels like it took over the city. So it and it was Ned's like it was his opportunity to shine. I don't know. I still I feel th- like that might be number one, but only by a tiny bit. I think you guys have swayed me. I, I think yeah. this this fits nicely in at, at number two. I um, would say in in universe, uh I would agree with that, but I also agree that the this ad made me laugh maybe more than the other one. So personally, yeah. I might like mm. it better. But right. we can always the universe, in the universe. Yeah, we can we can revisit it. And I, um, by the way, there is a like a YouTube clip floating around of Tim talking about his favorite local TV ads, and it is magical. Um, it's a must watch. I'll I'll link it. Um, it's really, really funny. His like passion just shines through. Um, and uh, I love that yeah. he loves like local reporters and like wrestlers and all that stuff. It's awesome. Yeah, Their love for the city really shows, even in this episode. Like just showing as much of the city as they do. Like they have in some of like the Sam the Man episode and stuff. Or sorry, not the Sam the Man one, but like Hog Riders and just touring yeah. the city and just kind of putting a light on Detroit. You can really feel their love throughout the whole episode. That's Very true. Much. All right. Um, so, um, where, where should we go from here? We start, um, they're sort of editing the ad, um, once it's six o'clock, they, you can barely see us. Um, um, it's kind of, it's kind of a, I feel like this episode has sort of a slower pace than some of the other, other episodes. It does, but a lot happens. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you noticed the hold the door like consistently throughout the episode that's like kind of an I think you should leave crossover that starts pretty early um and the guys from DTC do it and so it feels like only pieces of shit ask you to hold the door and that's like (laughs) a real pet peeve for them (laughs) that's why they put it in the show so much yeah yeah that's true um so we first learn about like uh third floor old magic number three uh taking the browns to the super bowl dropping kids off the pool and then i'm taking a crap in that pool <laughs> yeah <laughs> i i like also that it's uh at the end of the day on a friday and he still chooses to like hold up and mm. and wait and use the third floor bathroom at work 
uh, which is like, and it's, it's not even like, uh, you know, wage theft from the man. He's like the owner of co-owner of the, the company too. So it's like, <laughs> it really must be a nice bathroom if that's what's happening. It's utopia. It's like their utopia. Suitcase. Yeah. Yeah. They've really made it their home. Right. <laughs> They're yeah, home the, away from home. <laughs> the suitcase is a really funny uh, touch. Um, it's just like, you can tell it's something that was added to throughout time. You know what I mean? Like right. they kept adding like a creature comfort to it. Um, mm-hmm. Really funny. Um, you see it later in the uh, series too, which is nice that you just keep seeing it. Like they definitely use it. That is their essential for BNs. That's yes. Funny. Yes. Um, <laughs> there's so, so much stuff. Um <laughs> I just, I'm just like reading my notes. Uh, I love that they, when he meets the new neighbors and he's up there, they use like the same sound effect as someone who's been in a bombing. It's like the yeah. sound of yeah. like the ringing in the ear. It's a really nice touch. It's just like pure fear and confusion. Uh, and he comes down, like it's over, the third floor is over. Uh, Tim starts choking Sam. <laughs> right, Sam keeps blocking it. And, uh, it's his only move. Did you notice? Yeah. It's literally the only thing he does is tries to choke him. And then later yeah. on, when they're on the bike, he's like, I choke you. Like, that's the only move he's got. Oh, yeah. And at one point, uh, Sam kind of uses the spin move. That's really mm-hmm. nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the little, like, uh, uh, I think Tim, like, has this look of confusion, like, where'd he go? And then... <laughs> Uh, Sam does the shoulder tap. <laughs> yeah. Very cartoon-like. And Sam has, like, a real physical comedy to himself. I think he would rely on it more if he weren't just, like, so well-rounded as a comedian. Like, he could be funny mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Um, like, some lesser comedians would just be doing all the physical stuff. Uh, I'm just thinking of him, like, stretching during the um, misconnections um scene <laughs> in the park um yeah. it's really funny um so we have our uh oh by the way it just tacked very quickly in the middle of all this action is uh ned talking about campbell's soup yeah uh, what's that tagline james uh campbell's soup it's just wet ass food <laughs> <laughs> um it is maybe kind of rethink gonna... my relationship with soup go ahead jessica no, sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, what is Ned's deal with necks also? There's a lot of neck yes. stuff, but like, yeah. he's obsessed with the Benjamin Franklin neck and now Sam's. Very consistent. Yeah. I just wrote that down. Oh, those shoulders and that neck. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that neck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I almost made that uh, James's intro line for today. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, it's just really funny when he, he like snaps the pictures really quick. And um, <laughs> yeah. that's what goes out. Um, I am, I am like not like if I take an ID picture or something, it's gonna be the worst version of myself. Uh, and my wife takes these crazy ID pictures, like that are. It's just like I'm like I don't even. I'm like I don't even understand how you look like that on your ID, and I look like a troll. You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, um, So we they they get in the elevator with uh, one of the new employees from the third floor. And just a classic line. You rode your bike, DUI. <laughs> <laughs> you 
think yeah. Tim thinks that anyone who rides their bike, it's only because they've got a DUI. I mean, where I come from, that's that's pretty <laughs> much like no one rides a, lot of, a bike for fun. I actually, there's a crazy in my hometown. A crazy amount of people are arrested, like almost every day for driving without a license. Like <laughs> people just like, are like, fuck it, I'm gonna keep driving. Um, <laughs> And uh, yeah, so it's, I guess, maybe not as many bicyclists, but uh, plenty of well, DUIs. Yeah, I, I, at first I thought he said that because he was like purposely being kind of like rude to a guy from this new tech company. But then a few minutes later, or maybe a few seconds later, you see the zoom in on him pressing the third floor button. And that's when you see Tim and Zam register that like, who this guy is, which I thought was funny because he's like wearing the, you know, the bright orange shirt <laughs> of that company and like obviously is a new person in the building. Like, so it's funny that it took him pressing the third floor button for them to like realize what was going on, uh, which also yeah. implies that he was just, he would have said that to anyone who had their bike uh, about the DUI. <laughs> it's true. And uh, he also reveals that. Cramblin Duvet has been in the building for hundreds of years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think Detroit's probably like 200 years old at the time. Right. Um, and uh, it's, yeah, it's Toby Hart from uh, GTC. When he leaves, uh, that guy sucks, right? Tip to tail, piece of shit. <laughs> God, if only Jared was here, I could have that be his intro. <laughs> um, yeah. Jared is off uh, doing normal adult things right now. <laughs> um, so I just have to type in, every once in a while a comedy show has something that they think is kind of funny, but is maybe way more poignant than they even know. Um, the concept of Hammers did more for Home Depot than Home Depot <laughs> did for Hammers. Um, you know, it's like, I think in America we take these like uh, chain like conglomerates and we like put them up on a pedestal and it's like you know, not that Very great, deep. really. Like, Home Depot has survived. I mean, if you read about, like, the working conditions at Home Depot, they're, like, really horrible. And it's like, are they great, or are they just kind of, like, more exploitative than your average hardware store? And I argue, how could you even build a Home Depot without a hammer? Yeah. Actually, yeah. They, argue, they argue it in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was total plagiarism. Um <laughs> So yeah, I uh, I really love that moment. It's like a little little pro worker sentiment <laughs> yeah. from Tim and Sam. You know what I mean? Yeah, I also like I like the idea that his that that guy's interpretation is that like hammers and nails were like kind of not that big of a deal, and then Home Depot came out <laughs> yeah, and they, yeah. like, shot up and became really popular. Yeah, no one gave a shit about them before. Yeah, no, no one used them pretty much at yeah. all ever. Yeah. Right. Um. I don't know if you guys can uh, pause for a second because um, I have a stinky Santa Claus up my butt and the only <laughs> chimney is behind Sheila's desk. <laughs> Poor Sheila. Yeah. That is a crazy line for a network I, TV show. I like I like the, uh, the way that line starts is that he's still in the mode of them like using like euphemisms for going to the third floor and they're like all excited. But by the end of the sentence, he kind of like, trails away as he realizes uh, you know that it's only behind Sheila's desk mm -hmm. and also another uh Santa Claus reference in a Tim Robinson vehicle has <laughs> been about 20 of them yeah. Um, yeah. 
They bonded over Christmas. Did you know that? Tim and Sam, their friendship. Yeah. Over their love of Christmas. And they like send each other Christmas songs to listen to. And yeah. Just a random factoid about their friendship. That's very wholesome. Yeah. Which is just like so them. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to throw out to anybody who has a favorite Christmas song. If it's not This Christmas by Donny Hathaway, it's a bad choice. I'm just throwing that up. (laughs) (laughs) It's not Jingle These Bells? Um, well, geez, now I feel a little, cause that's, I wonder if they should have recorded some of those. I wonder if like in the making of that episode, they actually recorded any other, um, music with George Wallace. It'd be wonderful. It's not on Spotify. I looked for Ocean of Tears. <laughs> Ocean, Ocean of Tears isn't even on there? Mm-mm. Oh man. Super disappointing. What about the uh, theme song from Devereaux Wiggs? <laughs> also not there. But luckily that's on my phone because a friend actually gave me a voice note one time to let me know that she had watched the episode and it was just, ooh, Devereaux. <laughs> I feel like if Lauren Michaels needed to scrape up like a few thousand dollars, he'd actually make a decent amount of money like putting these songs on Spotify. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he's if he's ever hurting for cash, you can do that. <laughs> yeah. You never know, you know. Um, maybe uh, some beetle needs a, a loan or something. They're hurting for money. Uh, um, Sam comes out of the bathroom and says, "I'm not gonna apologize for that, Sheila." Yeah. If we don't poop, we die. Yeah, does Sheila stop pooping again? Which begs don't the question: poop, Like, when did she stop pooping the first time, and right. why did Tim and Sam know about it? And I do have right. a theory around it, but it might be a little insane. Well, this is <laughs> that's bonkers, a chunky, sorry. So we'll push the limits of that's a chunky and listen to your insane theory. Okay, so my theory is that Sheila stopped pooping in protest when Hank got when Big Hank got taken away, mm. and then it was her poop in the briefcase. So it's not, you know, it's not relevant to this episode because we haven't quite gotten to Husky Boys, but there's a briefcase full of poop and it's not Big Hank's poop and we don't know whose it is. And apparently she stopped pooping at one point, so possibly in protest for Big Hank because they have like a poop thing. I don't know. I like it. Detroiters historian (laughs) um, (laughs) with her book of gospel. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's. I'm I'm putting that down as fact. I just put it on Tim's Wikipedia page. Oh, thank <laughs> you. No problem. That feels uh, like the kind of thing that, you know, they probably were planning to close that loop in season three, and then they just never got around to, you know, confirming mm-hmm. that as fact. Yeah, okay. they were going to show everything. <laughs> the biker, piercing, milky white breast. I pictured a black breast. Um... We see uh, Sam watching a video with the new Wi-Fi. Yep. <laughs> Jerk off instruction. Yep. Yeah. Uh, James, do you want to handle that uh, interplay between uh, Tim and Sam? They tell you how to jerk off. They tell you why to jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Which uh, would be more helpful, do you think? Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think you guys they... really need a reason. Well, I uh, uh, I didn't write down the the last instruction that you hear, but I think it's um, like grab your grab pecker your pr- and yank. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yank. Or <laughs> grab your pecker really and yank. Really are living in the future. I I think it's a really funny moment where 
they fi- they see the Saving Detroit um, cover, and Sam goes, <laughs> oh, eat shit, and Tim goes, you eat shit, asshole. <laughs> and Sam's like, not you, them. <laughs> he takes yeah. things very literally. Very yeah. reactionary. Like, I think it's classic, like, I think true, like, really close best friends, like, because they're never filtering anything, mm-hmm. because they're so comfortable with each other, like, these interchanges happen a lot, um, where it's just like, you're like, yeah, you don't have to really think about uh, where you stand with the other person. Yeah. <sighs> um, we've been here our entire life, and we've never been on the cover of a magazine. Well, chubby buddies. Uh, I'm gonna guess Jessica paused the screen when the chubby buddies cover was visible. Yeah, they have a um. There was a poster, and there's something about like the annual poster that would come with the magazine, and then it says like ten way or problems with doorways, something like that door frames. Uh, We're gonna say ten ways to get unstuck or something like that. Stuck again. Five (laughs) door frame tips. That's what it is. Sorry. Ten best ways to hug your buddy. Yeah. All and then, like new... going on trips or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, chubby buddies. Um, <laughs> and then we get the the classic like um, thing that plagues every Midwest city. Uh, Sam, I'm from Detroit. You're from the suburbs. <laughs> um, so I went to school in Chicago. It's a very similar thing there people will tell you they're from chicago and they're from a town that's like 47 miles from chicago and you're like do you so you like go to chicago a lot and they're like oh no i've never been <laughs> but they're from chicago it's really funny um it's not that far no there's actually a famous uh hip-hop song too where i think uh someone talks about eminem being from warren instead of detroit oh man um and it was like wow. a, yeah, it might have been, might have been a Grammy Award winner Everlast might have uh, mm. been involved with that. Um, anyway, we meet Abigail, mm-hmm. um, and <laughs> Sam immediately goes into like single guy territory. Yeah, we're on the fourth floor. <laughs> <laughs> um, how do we feel about um? Sam's pursuit of Abigail. Well, it didn't work out well. So. She has, she has a boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> so it kind of sucks. Yeah. No, she's no Molly. Oh, she's definitely no Molly. Yeah. No, no one else there. is Molly, though. It's, a, it's yeah. meant to be. Is it? Season I think so. Three? I think so. Yeah, oh, they needed the separate time apart to like grow like separately, and then she's gonna quit being a cop, and they're gonna come back together, and then they're gonna just like live happily ever after next to each other. It's gonna be perfect. Molly and Sam, Chrissy, Tim, love it forever. Oh, and like oh, and Sam will have the house fixed by then. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, totally. And he knows a lot of new moves now. He was a prostitute <laughs> for a little bit. True. <laughs> yeah, so does Got a lot more confidence. I mean. As a prostitute, the fact that he only slept with one woman during that time. <laughs> like, he got other offers. That's true. But you can, but I'm saying, no, it's a, that's a good thing. You can forgive. Like, some people don't want to marry people who are prostitutes. Um, but <laughs> he kind of wasn't. Um, yeah. yeah. 
Anyway, I wonder if he, he ever like uh, finished the top of his vision board while he was uh, being a <laughs> prostitute. Woman on top. <laughs> yeah. Well, we see he does woman on top with Angel. <laughs> we gotta be James. We gotta be careful about what we say around Jessica. She's just like yeah. She knows, she Sorry. No, oh, no. This is a good thing. This is why you're on the show. Um, um, uh, all I know is she's gonna have to start wearing a cape to uh, this podcast. It's true. <laughs> uh, um, saving that's a chunky. I guess so, I need to get a cape from you. Should affirm we're sweet. We're in. Yeah, we're like on it. it needs a complicated pattern and then it's like a lot of a lot of music producers when they get kind of old and washed up they'll like bring in co-producers under their <laughs> wing that are really just like doing all the work that's a chunky podcast you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> um You're so kidding, we have pedal do we think pedal pub is fun no have either of you done one before no, because it doesn't yeah. look fun. <laughs> yeah, I've I've done it. It's uh well the one that I did was like there was a very slight amount of power that was achieved by the pedaling, but it also had an electric uh, motor that if no one pedaled it still moved. Oh I'm not and there was like a maximum amount of pedaling that would power it and it couldn't go above anything. So like you really moving the legs is not doing much and you're mostly just sitting outside and drinking. Oh, so fun. I didn't get as sore as, as uh, <laughs> Sam got uh, when I did it, but yeah. For two hours. Yeah. Like that's a long time. Yeah. That also doesn't sound like it would be fun when I did it. It was much shorter and we stopped at various bars along the way instead of just sitting on a, a pedal tavern. It seems um, more reasonable. Yeah. I did look up uh, the company that oh yeah yeah it that, had a uh, website very large on the yeah i'm trying to remember i have it written somewhere somehow my notes are uh the michigan peddler um to rent it which i think it sits 15 people it's uh 350 dollars um and it begs me the question of um so you can be on the thing drinking now I was shocked. I come from the Puritan state of Massachusetts where like you can't drink anywhere. And I visited um, my friend in Denver one day and we were out playing Frisbee and we had gone to like a liquor store and he was like, you, you know, like he just started drinking a beer and I was like looking at him and he's like, no, that's it's legal out here. So my question is, do you need the pedal pub to drink outside in Detroit? Or can mm. you just like walk down the street? I'm going to guess you... I'm gonna guess they have a special liquor license, and that's like part of the tie-in. They did offer um, doggy bags for their beers, <laughs> so maybe that's... it's just the norm there. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, that is true. Um, two quick Detroit things, because um, I think I love Detroit. Um, there was a news item for 420 in Detroit. <laughs> um, Great. It, I'm pretty sure it's easily Google. I'll, you know what? I'll link it in the notes. Really funny. Um, also, Detroit has this super famous hip hop producer who people don't fully know, but he kind of like revolutionized music and people are kind of catching up now. His name's Jay Dilla. His like equipment is in the Smithsonian. He's like that good. Um, the New York, There's a New York Times documentary on Hulu about him. And it's kind of like, 
I described it on Twitter today as like Dilla 101. And then there's this book called Dilla Time, which is kind of like the PhD. Um, both worth checking out. This guy was a madman. Um, he did a lot of things, but essentially people were like um, using machines to like standardize their drum patterns. And he wasn't, um, mm. which people actually liked. They just didn't realize it right away. And then also sometimes he would, but he would push it a like microscopic amount um, so that the snares happened a little bit later than your brain expected, like thousandths of a second. And uh, it made people, and it's like a, it's actually a strategy that's been happening in jazz drumming for a long time. Anyway, the guy was a madman and a genius and made like 10 beats a day um, for very famous people. Um, so yeah, a couple of Detroit things. Nice. I love Detroit. Nice. And I've never Him been. Him and Sam would appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, they... They're definitely rocking some Dilla. Um, pretty sure Tim is a uh, hip hop fan. I don't know about Sam. I could see Sam just rocking the old soul songs, but but I don't yeah. know. All right, I've gone off track. <laughs> <laughs> what else do we need to talk about? Oh, great scene when uh, Abigail's like, no, 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 it's a twelve-minute walk. Yeah, walk? Are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> um, this is this is Detroit. It's not a third world country. And she's like, oh, well, walk, walk. Are you insane? You'll get murdered. Um, so that's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, a lot of talk about digitalizing things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Which is a thing. Yeah, I knew <laughs> that. Is it a thing? <laughs> digitalizing is digitizing might not be. Um. Yeah. When I they know. are. Uh, Talking about that, I think um, <laughs> Leah says this is the closest thing we've got to a clean mirror. Uh, I think, which is when they show that Sam kind of pulling up his shirt and looking at his belly. Is, is that accurate? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really funny. Um, also, we learned at one point uh, Sam's not feeling well. How many hot dogs did you have for lunch? Three. <laughs> You're starving. Your body's eating itself. Um, let, me, let me check my desk to see if I have any emergency dogs. Yeah, if you like hot dog jokes, uh, big fan of. Uh, I'm a fan of the League, star, uh, which has a character played by Jason Manzukis that I think is one of the funniest mm. characters ever. Pocket dogs. Um, pocket dogs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he just pops them out of nowhere. Um, Matt, Manzukis is actually from not the same exact place, but he's from where I'm from. And I'm very proud of. Him. I think he's like arguably like one of the five funniest people on the planet. Uh, Spirit Air- Spirit Airlines dying while flying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, one other note from that uh, scene when when uh, Sam is kind of like lying to leave to join the pedal tavern is that uh, Tim kind of right before Sam leaves he says, "I love you and I trust you." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> which is like I guess he's just saying that but it like makes the betrayal yeah. and lying like hit that much harder which is yeah, he's being sincere. Yeah. and Sam walks away a little bit slower yeah right uh, yeah so we see Sam he's on Tim sees Sam on the pedicab tour uh, Sam comes in the next day barely able to walk um, we do we get a quick Ned uh, baloney because it's all the meats <laughs> 
um, and more in line with the idea that only bad people ask you to hold the door. Uh, the elevator's about to close, <laughs> and Sam says, "Don't hold the door." And then he says, "I said, don't hold the fucking door." Yeah, <laughs> that's great. A great uh, explosion there from Sam. That was, uh, I think all of Sam's like. Like you were saying about the physical comedy, his like struggling with the sore muscles uh, in all of these scenes is very funny. Yeah, yeah. the whole bit of that is great, even up to the wheelchair and everything, yeah. <laughs> like crashing it into the wall. Yeah. But Tim's um, so supportive of him the whole time. It's really adorable. <laughs> I do love the way it leads up to when Sam gets off the elevator and he says hello to Sheila and you see the look on Tim's face where like he's been plotting this like very elaborate plan of like he's going to do this second pedal pop and he's really going to get Sam. And like I like to imagine that he got to work super early because all night he was planning with Chrissy like this revenge against Sam and they were really into it because it's like against her brother. And so he came in just like so hyped. The second he heard Sam's voice, he has this like huge smile across his face. And then when you actually get into the pedal pub, it takes him like two seconds to break into Sam just be like, I saw you. Like he had this whole elaborate plan and he broke right. it in like five seconds. Yeah, he he just couldn't resist. Uh, I thought it was a nice touch when uh, Sheila empties a flask into her beer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I think her character is meant to be a nod to sort of like what the workplace used to be like. Um, yeah. I worked in a tr- sort of a early in my career, I worked with some people who had been working for a long time and I sometimes couldn't believe the shit they would pull. <laughs> like, what yeah. the fuck? Um, and, uh, yeah, anyway. Pouring um, flasks into their, into their beers uh, at work. <laughs> pretty close. of the week and talking to your mom all day. <laughs> yeah. You know? Flirting with uh, the boss a lot. <laughs> we're going to a bar that doesn't move. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, what do we have before the end? The, the final scene's pretty funny. I don't want to leave anything out. I don't want to gloss over anything. Um. Let's see. One thing is, uh, each time when they have Lindsay on the phone and they're like, "Hey, Lindsay, this is Tim." Uh, <laughs> the speaker uh, phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. I just. Yeah. I. I feel like um both calls they're like everyone is is speaking that way, which I thought was like a weird little funny bit um uh yeah yeah um, it was funny i think uh and yeah i think at the end after the call with Lindsay, when she kind of s- signs off they're like uh i forget the exact lead up to it but sam says it's easy peasy i mean forget about it everybody knows <laughs> <laughs> that feels like it was probably ad-libbed yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, seeing Sam in the wheelchair is a nice touch. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, they're riding the elevator downstairs, and they invite them to go. Bowling. Uh, what is it? Bowling. It's football bowling. and bowling. Football and bowling. Jim Harbaugh sucks at it. <laughs> Do they say that there? No, you'll see later though. Oh. Any Jim Harbaugh, any oh okay okay any dig at a Harbaugh brother is okay with me. Uh, <laughs> they seem like the most humorless people ever. Um, 
they invite him out. Uh, Abigail says, my boyfriend would love that. And, and Sam says, nope, we've got work. <laughs> um, and just, yeah, I think, I think the finale of the uh, Denver guy looking down on the new guy from Seattle is really funny. And then the, like, gunshot behind his head is really <laughs> troubling and creepy. Yeah. But yeah. it looks um, like Tim loves it. Like, do you, if you watch Tim's face, it looks like he's so annoyed with him. And then the second he does the gun move and pulls the trigger, it's like he gets a little smile on his face, like, <laughs> oh, because he's defending Detroit. He's like, maybe this guy doesn't suck so bad. Yeah, like, there's I just like a that. little bit of hope. But like, to think that that's hope is him blowing the back of this guy's head out. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's very Tim. Yeah. I lived in New York, and there's a lot of like, that guy's not a real New Yorker, and you're like, oh, you like you grew up in New York, and they're like, you know, well, I moved here when I was like 25, like 10 years ago, and you're like, oh, okay, <laughs> like so you're not here, like nobody who lives in New York is from New York, you know, mm-hmm. just, people have their own like way of looking down on yeah somebody else. Um, yeah, I remember back then people would be like. I literally had people say to me, like, oh, you live in Brooklyn. That doesn't count. And it's like, okay, cool. Like, I don't really <laughs> care, man. Like, that's where I live. I don't have a lot of money. Sorry. Um, yeah. Richard, God. Yeah, you live in the fucking Empire State Building. Good for you. Live in, like live in the Kong. suburbs in Brooklyn. Uh, uh, it, was, it was insane. But, um, yeah. You were renting a house for $20,000. Oh, real quickly. harder than you thought. I went to college with this guy who I immediately hated. He just was like in my dorm, and he he. I literally heard him utter the phrase that New York is the only city. He grew up in New York, and like I la- I laughed in his face probably for like an hour straight. Um, he eventually became sort of like Steve Bannon's right hand man. Whoa. Somebody sent me a link about him, and I it was like literally. I think I literally spit out what I was drinking. I was like, what? Um, so that'll tell you people who look down on people because of the city they're from. That'll tell you who they are. There you go. They're yeah. xenophobes. Shit, right? Yeah. Shit. Um, all right. We've been talking about a lot of things today. Um, we have to name an MVP for this episode. And I, I'm going to, I'm going to let you guys talk because I don't really know. I don't know what to do. Yeah. I mean, this, this feels like one where it's like, um, I mean, it's hard not to give it to one of the two main stars because yeah. it just feels like, you know, there's not even like a main, I guess, unless you do, what is it? Toby? Is that the, like, <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I, I don't think he's solid, but he's not it. Yeah, right. No, he's not no. like, he's not funny. <laughs> he's just Toby. sort of like a he's like yeah. troll boy. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I think he did what he was supposed to do, but yeah, it's not right. Yeah. So I th- I think of of the two I probably would give it to Sam for this one because I think he does like a little bit, little bit more of the um, carrying the story. You know, he has the reaction to seeing the people on the third floor. He has the uh, sore muscles and the kind of um sneaking around so i think i would probably vote sam on this but it's tough i mean tim does a lot of great stuff this episode too i would say tim so i'm gonna make it really annoying (laughs) oh no i genuinely picked tim before when i was writing my notes down but i just feel like he's so extra in this entire episode like 
he's kind of on 11 for most of it. And there's a lot of just great lines that he has. I mean, Sam does too. It's really challenging to pick both of them. Cause like, if you have to pick a bit, I love that moment where he's sitting at the desk and he's like plotting everything. But then while he's having the conversation and they talk about the digitizing, he's like, he breaks from his whole plan. Cause he's like, I knew that was the thing. Like yeah. it's such a funny moment that leads to other funny moments, but like Sam also walking around and just screaming every time he sits down or stands up or when they're in the elevator, like, all of those moments, it's really hard to choose between the two of them. But I edged into Tim for my vote. It's oh, really hard. It's really hard. Yeah. I think you're going to have to break the tie then. Sam yeah. had the flirty stuff. Uh, I thought that stuff was pretty funny. Um, all right. I'm going to go. i just reviewing my notes. There's one line that I think is going to swing it for me. Uh, I think there's a lot of even stuff. Uh, oh shit, but I'm reading the second line. <laughs> um, I think tip to tail piece of shit is going to give it to Sam. That's uh, Tim's line, though. Is it? That guy sucks, right? Tip to tail piece of shit. Tim says No, it. that guy sucks, right, is Tim's line. No, it's Sam's. It's both Sam? It's Sam. Sam says that guy sucks, right? And Tim goes, tip to tail piece of shit. I promise. No, I be- You're making no, me the- guess myself, but I'm now. No, like- the problem is I believe you. So <laughs> um, Tim says both of those things? No. Sam says that guy sucks, right? And then Tim says tip to tail piece of shit. I'm going Tim. Then. Mm. My rationale. <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to be wishy-washy. I That's said fair. why I was picking somebody. Yep, you gotta I go. Had the it. wrong person. <laughs> um, I just want to apologize to Sam Richardson and his family um, <laughs> for the indignation uh, that happened here. Um, yeah, I, I think I think this one is. It's really a toss up. Yeah, um, this is about as close as it could get. I think so. I, I don't think you could go wrong naming either of them. Yeah. Yeah. And giving Maybe they deserve out. to be a chubby buddies, like a co-tie, like a That's number true. one together. Yeah, yeah. Because they're really better as one. As yeah. much as we we're talking about the Denver guy um being being solid in this episode, I, I think I'll give my third place vote to Ned. Um mm, yeah. he's got a he's just got a really strong neck, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um we want to talk about best bit. Mm, sure. I already mm-hmm. kind of did. Right, what tell us I what thought it was is. the best bit was when he's like sitting at his when Tim's sitting at his desk and he's waiting for Sam like for me that is just like a little subtle bit that happens mm. that I feel like kind of leads to the whole prank and then how quickly he fails with the prank because it feels very like just incredibly relatable like you want to get back at your friend but at the same time like you're not <laughs> going to fight for that long it's over something that's so stupid it also feels kind of uh it's got a little I think you should leave vibe to it mm-hmm. we like to talk about those sort of like crossover feelings um it's a pretty solid bit yeah i think i think my bit my favorite bit may just be the uh speakerphone calls where they're like every time any of them talks they identify who's talking um like if we're going with just like a uh self-contained kind of um bit i think the um uh like it doesn't qualify as being a full bit, but I think the part that I laugh the hardest at and still laugh when I like 
was thinking about it after watching was when Sam has really sore muscles and then Tim tells him they're going to do the uh, pedal uh, pedal tavern thing. And Sam says, I'm so happy about it. I'm just going to kind of laugh on my way up when he stands up and he has this maniacal, painful laughter uh, that was just like, uh, I don't know, made me laugh out loud. Um, yeah, so, all of his bits with that where he's like screaming in pain are just great. Yeah. Or like trying to cover it up. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I feel like um, it kind of depends on how you define a bit. Because uh, if you yeah. narrow it down to just like a single moment, it might be one of those. But I like the phone calls too. Um, yeah, I, I, I think we can leave it at that. I think I think best bit is just kind of a discussion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, unless we have a super strong feeling. Um, I think that um, in terms of uh, dictionary additions, it's not a lot here. Maybe emergency dogs. Um, mm, yeah, mm. that's good. I think I had um... a, I, I just I had a couple of friends that I um, saw them just take hot dogs out of a wrapper and eat them raw. Um, raw hot dogs. Well, oh. no, no, no. So they are cooked, but they're not uh, like grilled or anything mm. yeah it made me feel ill but i guess it's just bologna which is all of the meats yeah it's all the meats um hot dogs like kind of are bologna from what i understand that you just cook for the most part anyway. yeah but like the grill marks help cover up the weird meatness of it i actually cook hot dog i don't burn them but i cook them super low for a long time and i think they're actually really good so i'm sold Mm. Um, and I'm down, you know, I only had like three for lunch today, so I'm, my body's practically eating itself, but, um, yeah, uh, emergency dogs. Hot dog bull stat. Um, yeah. do you have another, uh, dictionary thing, Jessica? Well, so what are we defining by dictionary thing? Just a phrase so, or something? something or? Yeah, like, you know, it's like back in the hip hop days, they added bling bling to the dictionary. And everybody was like, really? Mm. And then they're like, well, it needs to be defined, you know? I feel like I say this detailed piece of shit now more from watching the episode. So I would put I'd, that up. I'd at least put that in a thesaurus, to say the least. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say um, digitalizing. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a good yeah, one. That's, that's a good one. That's, a good, that's really good. Like, I'm pretty sure if I put digitalize, like, in the nyt spelling bee it would not take it um maybe i don't know maybe it would um and i think we have uh best quote um <laughs> it's weird like when you have people like this who are good at their you know delivery like sometimes the best quote is it is it like really written in a funny way i mean i know when like sam said i don't think this is it but when sam said don't hold the fucking door um <laughs> i thought that was i also thought that showed like a weird amount of range for him like that's it's not easy to like really yell like that um, yeah, yeah. kind of killed going, him. going from like zero to fully deranged in like half a second uh yeah yeah it's a different variation of like anger that tim has like, yeah. his is more like a high-pitched scream where Sam is more like a very serious, like, fuck off. Yeah. Um, I love you and I trust you. It's a pretty good quote. <laughs> um, what uh, else? Let's see. Like 
was gonna uh, say, you're stronger than me. Who cares? Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna I was, say that one. Yeah, I think that might, I think that might be it. That was pretty funny. Uh, um, it, it was a very like early look into I think you should leave with like, you know, Tim yeah. doubling down on something. Yeah. And you can kind of see them like break right before when it's happening. It's like, who cares? And then it cuts really quick, and he's got like the smile on his face. Uh-huh. Um, I uh, I had um, I had that one. I also had uh, when they're at the beginning when the third floor is calling my butthole's name, and they kind of like <laughs> do the back and forth. And I think uh, I forget the exact line, but Tim says he like gets down and he's voicing the bathroom and he's like oh frederick which apparently is yeah and then at the end of that sam says or tim says something about like he's got to go number two and then sam says actually poop and pee i've got to do both i'm talking as sam now <laughs> <laughs> and tim is like confused like i don't know i don't know what you're trying to do here uh, I like when he has the southern drawl and he's like, I'm coming to poop on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think um, if you wanted to approach this category as a catchphrase or like a meme mm. as James would mm-hmm. and Jessica would <laughs> and not me because I can barely um, <laughs> log on to Twitter. Um, uh, I'm not going to apologize for that, Sheila. I think it could apply <laughs> to, a, to a lot of things. Um, yeah. It's a good one. And I think I'm gonna start using that around the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> All right. Um, I, I think we've handled most of our categories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we're gonna have. I think we're gonna be able to squeeze in a couple more of these before. Um, I think you should leave. Resumes. Uh, episode seven is coming up soon. Smiling Jack, which uh, features one of the best sketch comedy people ever in Keegan-Michael Key. Mm -hmm. And another I would consider to be a huge powerhouse. I actually was disappointed when he was also let go from Saturday Night Live or left. I don't even know. Chris Red. I think he's funny. And we'll see the return of Andre Bilu, Mm -hmm. um, who I'm a huge fan of, and Shantae Delon, who's not featured... Uh, in episode six, nor is Mort Krim. Mm-hmm. Um, need more Shantae. Yeah. I mean, Shantae, she's a treasure. She is. Yep. I like, though, I like uh, your theory, Jessica, about that she definitely helped hatch the plan with Tim uh, <laughs> about the Petal Tavern, which is like, it, she definitely oh. did. Because you know that, you know that Tim went home and like, you know, immediately uh, told her about it, and she was immediately ready to get revenge on on like Sam for it. Button. Yeah, any opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, we should have got to that way earlier in the episode. That's definitely the best thing to come out of uh, to come out of this episode. What? What are? Oh, there... we did talk about it earlier. <laughs> uh, who knows where I was at that time? <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I'm reading I think my notes, getting ready on the third floor. You stepped away yeah. for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I got a huge Santa Claus up my butt. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that's a Crashmore reference? Um, I I like literally think I need to try to like draw out a Venn diagram of <laughs> Tim Robinson and Santa. Um, yeah. Santa should have wrapped it. Um, there's 
There's so much going on. Um, there's also like a couple things he said, like in like three different sketches. I really need to like get to the pen and paper and write this stuff down. It's oh, like he's I... one. Of... Yeah, I'm sure James has like hundred well memes of it, but he's like one of the only people who can reuse stuff. And you're like, yeah, I don't care; it's still good. Yeah, I, uh, that just reminded me. One other note that I had from this was, um, so we talked about the like holding the door thing. Um, there was <laughs> yeah. a phrase when they're on the pedal tavern where um, Sam says something about like, "I thought you hated hated exercise," and Tim says, "I used to hate exercise." Yeah, and by magic, I decided I love it. And the used I used to whatever the tone was like exactly the same as I used to be a piece of shit. Not yeah. anymore. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm so fucking fired up for I think you should leave season three. I can't yeah. even tell you guys. Like yeah. if it's anything like that Vans ad. Yeah. Like that that ad is it's just got a vibe to it that is so unique and ridiculous and everyone else in the ad is just like furniture and it's just like tim riffing <laughs> um and it's magical yeah two that... open knives in his pocket yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah just inject season three directly into my veins yeah can't wait detroiters too yep <laughs> oh god if that happens yeah, I I just Tim's gonna be doing a lot of shit this year. Like, um, yeah, it's really exciting. And Sam's got his ads with uh, Ike Baron Holtz. Have you seen these? Where they're like AD staying in the hotel, and he's like Ani DeFranco, and Ike Baron Holtz is like, no, Anthony Davis. They're like basketball adjacent. They're they're pretty funny. Right. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, we gotta. I, I need to see Shantae Delon and more things, though. Yeah, she's got definitely. lots of stuff coming up. I feel like I'd like to see her like host a, um, like a talk show or something. Got mm. that good vibe. I mean, I, she should continue to act, mm-hmm. but I'm saying like she's got a vibe of just like somebody I want to. Yeah, Hang out did you with. see that? Yeah, yeah. she's super cool. You know, her and Anton Bassi are pretty close. Like, they knew each other before the show. Did not know oh, that. Nice. All right. Um, I think we've definitely covered third floor. Um, yeah. Uh, I think we covered it tip to tail. <laughs> and James is giving <laughs> me the signal. Did you do an absolute paint job on it? Yeah. <laughs> James is holding his wicker basket visible on screen right now so you know he needs to go to his third floor yeah um and uh anyway let's sign off that's chunky all right bye that's a chunky has always been supported by the etsy shop of swayzine s-w-a-y-z-i-n-e in the past you've seen his amazing motivational posters his um at the Nighthawks Diner, featuring characters from I Think You Should Leave. Uh, you also know his vintage jazz posters of Paul Bufano, Marcus the Worm Hicks, and Mookie Kramer. Um, Swayzine has a ton of new items in his shop we wanted to let you guys know about. 
um, those three jazz posters have been turned into uh, attractive t-shirts. The Marcus Hicks in blue, the Mookie Kramer in green, Paul Bafano in white. He has a uh, very affordable uh, Bozo the Clown clown pewter sticker that you can put on your computer. Um, there is a Baby of the Year bib and onesie. Uh, he has Angels and Archways t-shirts, um, as well as uh, two new posters, one featuring Dangerous Nights, um, which is being framed and put on my wall, and an amazing portrait of uh, Brian from the uh, hat sketch, the insider trading sketch. Um, but the whole point of me re-recording this ad was to tell you about maybe the most innovative, I think you should leave product I've seen in my time doing this podcast, which is actual Dan Flash's shirts. So this isn't like a t-shirt that says Dan Flash on the front. This is a short or a short sleeve polo or a long sleeve uh, collared shirt that has the pattern Tim Robinson is wearing in the Dan Flash's sketch, uh, affordably placed at $30. I know when I went um, to the Dan Flash's stores at the Creeks, I spent $800 out, out the door and um, didn't eat for a long time, uh, saving my per diem. Um, but if you go to etsy.com slash shop slash Swayzine, again, Swayzine is S-W-A-Y-Z-I-N-E. Um, you can own these shirts yourself. Um, and we want to thank uh, Reggie from Swayzine for his support of That's a Chunky. <laughs> 